Hey, Upstream listeners, this episode contains some pretty explicit content specifically pertaining to suicide and mental health. So if these are topics that would be better served by you skipping ahead of this episode or going back to our comedic episodes for some levity, I would highly recommend it. If you decide to push on, please proceed with caution and feel free to stop at any moment. Thanks again for listening to Upstream. Enjoy. Dear God, your presence graces the air and soon... Everyone will see. Hi, are you Maud? Yes, hi. It takes nothing special to mop up after the dying. You're prettier than the last one. But to save a soul, that's quite something. Bless Amanda's body and bless her mind, which is shrouded in darkness. When you pray, do you get a response? Oh. Like he's physically in me. It's how he guides me. My little savior. Hey, I thought that was you. What are you up to? I'm a private carer. You're still nursing? What? And they know what happened. All the good girls go to hell. Cause even got herself. I just want to see you loosen up. I've got more important things on my mind. <laughs> There's my little saint. Maud, he isn't real. <laughs> Nothing worthwhile comes easily. You must be the loneliest girl I've ever seen. I'm ready and open. I feel fuller of your love than ever before. I have a responsibility. Oh yes, of course. This is life and death on another level. If I'm getting it all wrong. All the good girls go to Hi. Hello. Howdy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Upstream. Happy Halloween week. Happy Halloween week. Well, I don't know if this will be out by Halloween. It's still Halloween week. Happy spooky time. Spooky season. Happy spooky season. We're recording this on Halloween week, so we can still say that. Mm-hmm. The movie we watched is called Saint Maud. Yes, I've never heard of this. We were just scrolling on the good old Hulu. I think it was a Hulu original, was it not? I believe so. Or perhaps not. But I thought it was a Hulu original. Um, it was um, A24. A24. Yes, this is an A24 movie. Mm-hmm. So this makes sense why it made us feel the way it made, it, the way it made us <laughs> feel. It's a movie about a young girl who was going to be an, a doctor. And instead goes into hospice care. Um, and she has a specific delusion where she believes that God is telling her to uh, help save the soul of a woman she is caretaking. And it does not go well. And the delusion gets worse and worse and worse. And we're not sure if what we're seeing is her delusions or a real life spiritual battle for this woman's soul between good and evil and by the end of the movie it's very clear that it was all in her head 
and it is a horrendous ending to say the least uh, and a lot of disturbing things happen in between because she's also a part of the sect of uh, a certain catholic belief where pain brings you closer to christ as evidenced by his suffering on the cross mm-hmm. and that's th- that's a theme throughout the movie too the pain she causes herself whether it be putting her hand on the stove putting the tacks in her shoes um running into stuff i don't know what else she does like little, oh she cuts obviously she's mm-hmm. she cuts um scratches herself scratches herself yeah it was gnarly it was a very gnarly movie but so let's get into let's it. get into it yeah it was uh it was overall it was cinematically very pretty yeah um and the theme throughout was tough because it wasn't that the theme was there is like a good and there is an evil it was the theme i think was that sometimes what we believe clouds what is actually happening Mm. uh what do you think babe you made the comment that you know they wanted us to believe like which one is it is it in her head is it not yeah did it really have you fooled like did you really not think that it was in her head like I'm trying to compare it to Insane, where mm. I was literally like, "What the shit is going?" On? I remember both of us like, "What do you think they're gonna do?" Like when we took like a bathroom break or something, we like kept turning to yeah. each other like, "What do you think? Is it in her head? Is it not? What's going on?" This one, I didn't feel that way. I felt like I knew she was going through something because something happened. They didn't tell us, or they told us something happened, but they didn't tell us till after the explicit details but there was no way this was actually happening see i didn't i guess i didn't see it that way because the there's the conversation that she has with the entity in greek at that one mm-hmm. point and every time she starts to have like those experiences it be right before the camera pulls away or right before it stops it really does look like her eyes are coming out of her head and her mouth like her jaw is becoming unhinged and then it cuts always the last second so it's you don't get to see it come to fruition and the final scene with the old woman when she has like the demonic voice Mm -hmm. that one kind of fucked me up because i was like wait what so this isn't in her head like this is real this woman is doing this and is like fucking with her no it was in her head and she but was, it was end up killing her right she was just gonna end up killing her yeah, I, I saw that yeah i guess yeah, yeah you had a keener eye for it than i did i was i was more following along with what was happening you know on the screen and then there's that scene where she gets lifted up through the air Oof. and her body is like yeah, suspended that, in there okay that one i didn't understand like did that actually happen or no so see that so to my mind i thought that actually happened that that was what was happening that was what gave it to me some that was the only moment where I was credibility. Like, what the shit? This yeah. has all been in her head. So how is this happening? Correct. Yeah, that was that was what I was thinking at that point a little bit as well. But I was open to the thought that there could have been some entity mm-hmm. communicating with her. Uh, and then of course there's that last shot that makes it very clear that no, nothing the entire time Instead was. Then, what was that last shot? <laughs> oh God! Explain it to the. Listeners. So the last shot is obviously we have spoilers. You already yeah, know. you already know. So she murders the old woman. Or not old woman, the woman who's dying, and brutally, brutally stabs her. Yeah, and then uh, walks to the beach and pours gasoline all over herself. And what attire is she wearing? That's she's, important. She's in like a. It was a change in her whole aesthetic. <laughs> it was like the, full, it was full the commitment. Final, it was the final yeah. act that she needed to do. Right. It was her full full commitment to what the the voice was asking her to do, mm-hmm. and she she 
takes a bed sheet and dra- drapes it around herself so she looks like a saint, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, pours gasoline all of herself, lights herself on fire. And what we see at first is there's no flames. She's just glowing. Mm-hmm. And everybody who's at the beach starts falling to their knees mm-hmm. and like raising their hands. And she starts to ascend. And she then has wings. She has wings, yep. And then there is just like a super abrupt quick cut to her screaming and being burned alive. And then, yeah. the, and then the movie ends. Yeah, that was Narnar. So you, you, you blink and you're like, oh, fuck. Nope, none of that was real. And I, I liked that ending. That was, yeah, I liked that ending. That was fucked up, but it was... That was all that could have happened. Epic. Yeah, and it was all that could have <laughs> happened. Exactly, exactly. One scene that stuck with me, I think we talked about this after was the scene where her friend her old old co-worker visits Mm -hmm. and she literally doesn't kill her because the delusion in the sky just happened to be a different shape yeah like you're watching her contemplate what she needs to do next yeah and then she like hugs her and says thanks for coming and like the mood shift Mm -hmm. yeah and also like come on girl you didn't read any social cues yeah a lot of missed like, cues from that friend. She was clearly busy or going through something, and then you still come in, mm-hmm. and then she's clearly going through something. She's not present in your conversation. You're talking to yourself. Yeah. And then you're just not like, okay, maybe this isn't a good time. I'll come back another time. You right. just keep sitting there. I think she was smoking a cigarette and just having a conversation with herself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and she got lucky. She got incredibly lucky, and that. And, yeah. I feel like the nurse. That took over her spot with the old lady that was um, dying. I felt like she got lucky too. Because I thought when she was meeting her at the bench, she was going to kill her so she can retake the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But she just wanted to see what she was like. Yeah. Which was, that was weird. Yeah. There were some interesting elements to that for sure. I think that the fate worse than death for this one would be eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. That's her, that's her fate worse than death. Mm-hmm. Because she believes she yeah. has to save the soul of this woman, who's not it's, old. She just has cancer. It, it's to save their soul because her soul needs to be saved because she did something that she right. Like yeah, evil. Right, yeah. And I think that that was the, the spiral of horror that we were watching yeah. is that she's so guilt-ridden. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has a psychotic break. That's what happens. Yeah. And she for, breaks. Yeah, for our viewers that have not seen it, we have shared that, you know... She had a psychotic break. She was a nurse, but she was giving someone CPR mm-hmm. and cracked completely. Yeah, like hand went all the way down. Yep, broke the sternum. Sternum cracked. Crushed blood the ribs. Shut. It was gnarly. Shot out like very <sighs> traumatic experience, mm-hmm. and it just shifted her whole life after that. Yeah, and the movie starts with that opening scene. Yeah, with her sitting on the ground. In but, what we presume yeah. to be the ER, covered in blood, after oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see what it is. It cuts to that when she's having sex later on. Yeah. Which, that was a crazy, that was a crazy-ass um, series of events where she's yeah. trying to make, she's trying to do every sin. Yeah, that was... And then, like, at the end of it, she feels closer to her entity. Yeah, that was weird. It was, it was, yeah, that was a weird transition. Um, also, that, and, like... That scene where she's having sex with that guy. Mm-hmm. For the viewer, she was on top, so it was giving her the same imagination as if she was giving CPR again. So she freaked out, goes to the ground again, but then he wants to still continue and 
then like takes advantage of that she's like totally disassociated right now and like yeah. not present and continues so he can get off like right. hate that yeah yeah interesting commentary on what that looks like and why, why consent is yeah. important um yeah they just like kind of throw that little scene in i mean that scene that scene was gnarly because of the cuts the cutaway mm-hmm. to the flashback and also um, and also because of yeah his behavior was well you heard, did you hear what he he's, said he's seen her before he's, he's seen her, her before yeah, yeah. so he, he he didn't he wasn't really expecting her to be a human anyway like he had yeah. seen her with his other friend mm-hmm. and had already kind of dehumanized her in his brain before they even started having sex yeah that was gnarly that was a gnarly, that whole sequence was gnarly yeah um i think the gnar besides that but where i felt like i can't take it was when she put the tax in her soles and then put the soles in the shoes and just walked around town Oof, with them that was gnarly oh my goodness oh my gosh my feet hurt thinking about it right now yeah which i don't know <laughs> i don't know what belief system that is where the pain brings you closer to god but that is horrendous uh that that seems like the worst way to that's, possibly live as yeah, a human that seems just like who would want that for anyone i have no idea that's that's and that's, if that's, that's who you're yeah no i can i can Never mind. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah, hard it, pass. It, mm. What would you give it? Honestly, maybe a six. A six? Maybe a six. I'd give it a seven or an eight. I was thinking seven, but then I'm gonna go with six. What do you think the audience gave it? Probably like a thirty. Oh, I think the audience gave it a higher score than that. I think the I audience. Think so. I think this is one of those that tanked. Okay, let's see. I think the audience score gave it at least a 65. Let's see. Drum roll. Oh my gosh. So the tomato meter gave it 92%. What? And the audience score is 64. I said 65. 65. Bruh. Okay. Oh, Nicole was off. But what? This movie got 90 what? 92%. 92%. I mean, it's A24, it's an art house, it's a little art house movie, it's filmed incredibly well, it's acted incredibly well, I mean, it's a great movie. I know, I just never heard of it. I know, that's because there's the so Grinch much... before, therefore, <laughs> AKA, it's good. <laughs> We've heard of The Grinch, therefore, it should have a higher score. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, so many movies that we haven't watched that are, that are out there, that are just floating around. This was one of them we happened to pick up right at the last minute, which was nice, I'm glad we did. It was a journey, to say the least, it was stressful. It was definitely stressful. Um, yeah, would you... I would say casting-wise, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, she played that part perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah, no, she was perfect. Like... She was believable. She, was un- she made me uncomfy. Mm-hmm. I think with movies like these, right, kind of like with Unsane, it's terrifying to think that an entire world exists in everybody's head mm-hmm. in that depending on where you're at and where you put yourself in that world everything you do reflects what you believe within your own mind mm. yeah. and, and it's spooky to think that there are people out there who live within this framework and that's how they exist 
And if you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and this person decides that, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go <laughs> based on their belief system, then you do. And it's terrifying. Wow, that is terrifying. You know, it's, it's, uh, you, there's no prison better than your own mind. And we make it ourselves, essentially. And I felt bad for the woman who was dying because she was just trying to figure out a way to squeeze out the last bit of yes. color that was in her life. She was like a socialite. Like she was a dancer. She, she like had... loves a party, loved to go yeah. out, loved to have people over. She was sex positive. Sex positive. She yeah, just, she was awesome. She was, she had cancer and she knew she didn't have that much lo- longer to live and was living her best life. And she had a great, I mean, whether they were using her or not, like people that were still celebrating her. But even that guy who came and hung out with her and then like ended up leaving because she got like sick. Remember when she had to come back and clean it up? He was like, you need to come, you need to come to London. You know, we missed you in London. You know, why don't you come back? Mm, Yes, yes, yes. So it sounds like she kind of isolated herself in that house Mm -hmm. after she got the cancer. Uh, But then there's that party scene where everybody comes and visits. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was gnarly. It was also interesting that they, um, let her, or like didn't there wasn't like any other repercussions. Oh, I guess she didn't press charges. The lady didn't press oh, any charges. Oh, yes, she didn't. But when she slapped her, yeah, she could have totally. But she was obviously angry in the moment. But I feel like came to terms with like this girl really is passionate mm-hmm. about her beliefs. Yeah, and believes that she's my little saving grace. Right. And my savior is going to save my soul. This is like so the stalker bad. conversation we had in her when she signs the card, my little an- or my little guardian angel. Oh Saint, yeah. Or Maude takes it literally, literally, like yeah. as an as more affirmation for the cause she believes she's already mm-hmm. going towards. This is exactly like what we were talking about with the stalking stuff because you don't know how the other person's going to take it, and that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and and it's not like you're thinking about this. Mm-hmm. When you do that, it's just like you're signing a card. Well, and the woman knew that this lady was really passionate. Maude was really passionate about her beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, like, would go along with it. And, like, Maude did take good care of this woman. Right. That's the thing, too. That's she was thing. a great so caretaker. In the woman's eyes, she's just like, oh, this lady is just too far gone in her beliefs. Right. But she's still, you know, taking good care of me. Yeah doesn't realize this woman actually is going to put all efforts right until you're dying i mean personally that frightens me the most Mm -hmm. people who believe that that your soul is on the line yeah right that's oof that's a tough place to live in your own mind because it's 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 all you Mm -hmm. right if i don't agree with the way that you view me and how souls exist or don't exist then i can't accept your framework and you're just going to you're going to keep trying, but to no avail. And then with the extreme would be in this movie, the extreme is she kills her. But mostly the extremes are like cutting people out of your life. Um, yeah. Which is frightening, you know, because. Which it sounded like she isolated herself, did cut people out of her life. She yep. just happened to run into that old coworker. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I wonder what, like, I wonder how valid that is like this, that part of the story where she kills somebody on accident, mm-hmm. has the psychic or the psychotic break. And then isolates herself. Like, I'm wondering, because the friend makes the comment, oh, do they know about the incident? Mm -hmm. Which leads us to believe that, no, they don't. She lied. Yeah. Um, But, like, I don't know. Like, just her fractured mind was sad to watch because there was no help for her. Like, she needed daily psychiatric mental health 
tension and she wasn't getting it. Yeah. And we were just watching her get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And that was that had like its own horrific tone to it as well. Like you want to you want her to get help. You want her to find someone to who's going to who's going to speak into her life about how she can be better or how she can make herself heal a little better from that horrible experience and they just it never comes. It doesn't. Do you think that in realist and like real life situations like that that they give people help after scenarios like that or do they just like oh absolutely like if she hadn't burnt herself alive she would have been able to go no i mean like right after the fact when she broke that person's sternum when she oh. was like do they do they offer care instead of like firing her or asking her like we won't fire you can just like leave and oh i don't know i, I guess it was... that's a good question i guess it would depend on the institution yeah depending on the hospital or whatever the system that's set up because like for that because yeah that's a great question i'm sure that that's traumatizing i'm sure that doctors and nurses i mean we know for a fact they experience some of the most traumatizing things every single day um so if we have any doctors nurses anything that listen to this yeah let us know if anything goes yeah let us know if procedures or even cpr right like if there's an accidental death do you are you entitled to paid mental health time off to recover from that or do they force you to just like push on and burn out because that would be tough burnout's real especially because she's so young so it'd be like she is young she didn't say they didn't give the exact age but she was so right but it'd be like matt or jake doing their their uh their rounds um their rotations in med school Mm -hmm. and then that happening that's that was the premise of the story which is horrific to think about oh yeah and since nobody knows who matt and jake are the two of my goodest bestest buddies who are both in med school on the east coast on the grind getting that getting that good good degree saving saving people's lives one day at a time yeah yeah i would love to know that because i mean i would want that offered um especially she was very passionate about her job it seemed like yeah i mean even after even after she still stayed in the medical field by doing the hospice care so it's clearly clearly was important to her that's a great question though babe whether or not they the these these institutions these hospitals help keep their employees sane. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on our experience working mm-hmm. at that ground level, yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, but then hospitals have a lot more resources than yeah. that did. So they don't give a shit when you're at the ground level. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard to find a reason, I guess, because they yeah. say they don't have enough money or whatever. But but they do. <laughs> anyway, this was a quick one. You know, this movie was was spooky. We wouldn't change the ending. Mm-mm. No, we, would we recommend- wouldn't change the cast. I'd recommend it. If I'd li- recommend I, it. If you like horror movies, I would recommend this one. It's a good one. I'd recommend it. Plenty of room for interpretation. Yeah. Depending on what you're looking for. Is this one that you want to watch like a video no. explaining? Okay. No. I, I didn't feel like I misunderstood anything. Like I said, I was just, I was along, the, along for the ride that this could be real what we're seeing. And so it made the payoff actually pretty sweet because it was like, oh, fuck, none of it was real, but in a tasteful way, not like Freddy Krueger or not like Nightmare on Elm Street where it ends and it's like none of it was real. And it was like, fuck you. See, you went along the ride for nothing. Yeah. This one was like you went along the ride and the payoff is she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> she died. Six, six, six. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, thanks for swimming upstream with us on this on this gnarly, gnarly journey with St. Maud. Yeah, St. Maud. Hulu, folks. Hulu, Hulu St. Maud. Hulu Horror, St. Maud. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Upstream. Upstream. Where you swim up the stream. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. Hey, it's Stefan. Thanks again for listening to Upstream. Nicole and I didn't start this podcast because we like watching movies. No, we started this podcast because we love watching movies together. Movies, like so many other artistic mediums, are often attempts to escape reality, especially when reality hits hard. Therefore, this message is for you, the listener, to know that we don't know what you're going through exactly, but we hope you find a movie that helps you feel not so alone, and maybe even encourages you to go find someone to watch a movie with. With that in mind, here are a few clips to hopefully help you remember that movies can help you know how colorful and wonderful life truly is. Until next time. I promise I will not kill you until you reach the top. That's very comforting, but I'm afraid you'll just have to wait. If I may repay the kindness you once showed me. Take a knee. This is it, Joel. It's gonna be gone soon. The hard place! Like a wind from Geldland, he sweeps by, blown far from his homeland in search of glory and honor. We walk in the garden of his turbulence! The day I realized Fanny was in love with me was strange. It was the day he gave Mama that sculpture. Dear Mr. Will, one thing I've learned in 20 years in education is that there are two sides to every story. So I think I can imagine what started the fight. While nothing justifies striking another student, I know good friends are worth defending. Give me your head. Hey, let your head rest in my hand. Relax. I got you, I promise. I'm not gonna let you go. Hey, man, I got you. There you go. Ten seconds. That right there. You want to go?